0: We pretty much stayed focused on Ukraine and what it means to us, what it means to you. We started with President Zelensky's uh, speech, which was very well written for Americans. I have a dream twice, twice in the speech. Uh, So what does that mean? What is... Congress and the administration going to do with all of this. He specifically asked for a new global organization and he said all companies need to unite against Russia. Well, that's great and everything except Russia is defaulting today on something. And they're also making deals with Saudi Arabia and as we'll tell you in today's podcast, India that will directly affect you. Oh, and one other thing, Interest rates are being raised most likely today, and we go into the new digital dollar. What does that mean, and why? Why would that ever happen? All on today's podcast. You're
1: listening to the Best of the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Is the president of the Ukraine his virtual address to Congress?
2: Glory to heroes! My colleagues, Slava Ukraina,
0: Slava oh, geez, up, Ukraina.
2: Though.
0: Okay, Nancy, come on.
3: She's just torture. Glory to heroes.
2: Thank you very much. Speaker, Madam Congress. Speaker, members of Pani the Congress. Ladies and gentlemen, Americans, Americans, friends,
3: I'm proud to greet you from Ukraine, from
2: our capital the city of Kyiv, a city that is under missile and air from Russian troops every day, but it doesn't give up.
3: And we have not
2: even thought about it for a second. Just like many other cities, and communities in our beautiful country, which found themselves in the worst war since World War II. I have the honor to greet you on behalf of the Ukrainian people,
3: brave and freedom loving people
2: who for eight years have been resisting the Russian aggression. Those who give their best sons and daughters To stop this full-scale Russian invasion, right now the destiny of our country is being decided. The destiny of our people: whether Ukrainians will be free, whether they will be able to preserve their democracy. Russia has attacked not just us, not just our land, not just our cities. It went on a brutal offensive against our values, basic human values. It threw tanks and planes against our freedom, against our right to live freely in our own country, choosing our own future,
3: against our desire
2: for happiness against our national dreams,
3: dreams, just
2: like the the same dreams you have, you, Americans, just like anyone else in the United States. I remember your national memorial in Rushmore, the faces of your prominent presidents, those who laid the foundation of the United States of America as it is today, independence, democracy, independence, freedom, and care for everyone, for every person, for everyone who, every person, who works, person, who works who lives, diligently, who, who lives honestly, who respects the law. We, in Ukraine, want the same for our people. All that is normal part of your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, Friends, Americans, in your great history, you have pages that would allow you to understand Ukrainians.
3: Understand us now, when you need it
2: right now, when we need you right now. Remember Pearl Harbor, terrible morning of December 7, 1941, when your sky was black from the planes attacking you. Just remember it, remember September the 11th, a terrible day in 2001 when evil tried to turn your cities, independent territories
3: in battlefields, when innocent people were attacked, attacked from air, yes.
2: Just like no one else expected it, you could not stop it. Our country experience the same every day. Right now, at this moment, every night for three weeks now, various Ukrainian cities, Odessa and Kharkiv, Chernihiv, Sumy, Zhytomyr, and Lviv, Mariupol, and, Marjupol,
3: and Russia
2: has turned the Ukrainian sky into a source of death for thousands of people.
3: Russian troops have already fired
2: nearly 1,000 missiles at Ukraine, countless bombs, they use drones to kill us with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen, has not seen for 80 years. And we are asking for a reply, for an answer uh, to this uh, terror from the whole world. Is this a lot to ask for, to create a no-fly zone zone over Ukraine to save people? Is this too much to ask? Humanitarian no-fly zone, something that Ukraine, uh, that Russia would not be able to terrorize Our free cities. If this is too much to ask, we offer an alternative. You know what kind of defense systems we need S 300 and other similar systems. You know how much depends on the battlefield, on the ability to use aircraft, powerful, strong air. of of aviation, to protect our people, our freedom, our land, aircraft that can help Ukraine, Ukraine, help help Europe. And And you know know, that they exist exist, and you have
3: them, but But
2: they are on Earth, not in in the Ukrainian sky they don't defend our people I have a dream these words are known to each of you today I can say I have a need I need to protect our sky I need your decision your help which means exactly the same the same you feel when you hear the words I have a dream ladies and gentlemen friends. Ukraine is grateful to the United States for its overwhelming support for everything that your government and your people have done for us, for weapons and ammunition, for training, for finances, for leadership in the free world, which helps us to pressure the aggressor economically. I'm grateful to President Biden for his personal involvement, for his sincere commitment to the defense of Ukraine and democracy all over the world. I am grateful to you for the resolution which recognizes all those who commit crimes against Ukraine, against the Ukrainian people as war criminals. However, now it is true in the darkest time for our country, for the whole Europe, I call on you to do more new packages of sanctions are needed constantly every week until the Russian military machine stops.
3: Restrictions
2: are needed for everyone on whom this unjust regime is based. We propose that the United States sanctions all politicians in the Russian Federation who remain in their offices and do not cut ties with those who are responsible for the aggression against Ukraine from state Dumas members to the last official who has lack of morale to break this state terror all American company must leave Russia from their market leave their market
3: immediately
2: because it is flooded with our blood Ladies and gentlemen, members of Congress, please take the lead. If you have companies in your districts who um, finance the Russian military machine leaving business in Russia, you should put pressure. I am asking to make sure that the Russians do not receive a single penny that they use to destroy people in Ukraine. The destruction of our country, the destruction of Europe. All American ports should to be close for uh, a goods, we, um, peace is more important than income, and we have to defend this principle in the whole world. We already became
3: part of the
2: anti-war coalition, a big anti-war coalition that unites many countries, dozens of countries, those who reacted to, in principle, to President Putin's decision to invade our country, but we need to move on and do more. We need to create new tools. To respond quickly and stop the war, the full scale Russian invasion of Ukraine, which began on February twenty fourth. And it would be fair if it ended in a day in twenty four hours, that evil would be punished immediately.
3: Today, the world
2: does not have such tools.
3: The war of the
2: past has prompted our predecessors to create institutions that should protect us from war, but they unfortunately don't work. We see it, you see it, so we need new ones, new institutions, new alliances and we offer them. We propose to create an association U24, United for Peace, a union of responsible countries that have the strength and consciousness to stop Conflicts immediately provide all the necessary assistance in 24 hours if necessary even weapons if necessary sanctions humanitarian support political support finances everything you need to keep the peace and quickly save the world, to save lives. In addition, such associations, such union could provide assistance to those who are experiencing natural disasters, man made disasters, who fell victims to humanitarian crisis or epidemics. Remember how difficult it was for the world to do the simplest thing, just to give vaccines. Vaccines against COVID to save lives, to prevent new strains. The world spent months, years doing things like that much faster to make sure there are no human losses no victims ladies and gentlemen Americans if such alliance would exist today that is is, 24 we would be able to save thousands of lives in our country in many countries of the world those who need peace those who suffer inhumane destruction i ask you to watch one video video of what the russian troops did in our country in our land we have to stop it we must prevent it preventively destroy every single aggressor who seeks to subjugate other nations please watch the video
0: So now he's going into a video that is showing all of the streets and the cities of Ukraine um, before the Russians came in and then the bombings that were happening and showing the same cities, showing scenes of uh, children being killed, uh, dying. It is quite graphic. and horrific babies being wrapped, mass graves, uh, and just absolutely destroyed cities. This president of Ukraine is brilliant at using the media. so many images that you haven't seen since just reminiscent I guess we've seen them it's just very reminiscent because of where it is of World War II still the video of children uh, either in hiding or in the streets or in hospitals if you see what Russia did to Chechnya this is pretty much what they did then it finally ends with close the sky over Ukraine please and we then return back to uh President Zelensky here in just a minute. Let me just quickly, so we don't have to stop. Let me tell you that this portion of the program is brought to you by by my Patriot Supply. Oh, here's the president. Will oh, tell me how much time I have. Um, my Patriot Supply, please be prepared. We have all kinds of problems that are headed uh, our way. As you know, in a few minutes, I'll tell you about the food shortage that is already coming, please prepare yourself. Prepare with Glenn.com. Get a special $150 discount. Be prepared for whatever is coming. Prepare with Glenn.com. Do it right now. Prepare with Here is President to be the
3: leader Zelensky. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Okay. Peace. It seems country, as though
1: we have lost the. He's speaking English you your now, they're translating your into, the into oh, okay. Ukrainian. So. It
3: depends on those next to you, on those who are strong. Strong doesn't mean weak. Strong is brave and ready to fight for the life of his citizens and citizens of the world, for human rights, for freedom, for the right to live decently. And to die when your time comes and not when it's wanted by someone else by your neighbor today the ukrainian people are defending not only ukraine we are fighting for the values of europe and the world sacrificing our lives in the name of the future that's why today the american people are helping not just ukraine but Europe and the world to keep the planet alive, to keep justice in history. Now I'm almost 45 years old. Today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death. And this is my main mission as the leader of my people, great Ukrainians. And as the leader of my niche, I am addressing the President Biden. You are the leader of the niche, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you, Slava Ukraine.
0: That is the uh, president of um, Ukraine finally calling on President Biden. Biden, you are the leader of a nation, but to be the leader of the world, you need to be the leader of peace. Um, hmm. This is a fascinating study um, of of uh, diplomacy here and um, the use of modern technology. You know, it is Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's really been one other time that this has been used this effectively. um, And that is uh, when Winston Churchill uh, spoke in front of Congress. This is what he said right after Pearl Harbor from if the well of the senate prostate, uh, saying oh, that's not it it's a large prostate thing that would have been weird if he would have come and said that <laughs>
1: that was the, the beginning uh, of the speech which
0: was shocking yeah, at the
1: time uh, very shocking but at the important time. for us to learn about the prostate uh, issue
0: thank you very much mm-hmm, Stu. Mm-hmm. okay so uh, if you want to just pick it up here
3: are like exploded. one continent at least has been cleansed and purged forever from or Nazi he series.
0: talked about how the we had lost German everything because we collapse, wouldn't stick together. But now we have to come together. Uh, and this speech is really known as um, uh, a galvanizing speech that brought everyone together. And he, just like Zelensky did, suggested that there should be some alliance uh, we would have we would have been able to avoid World War II had we had a real alliance in World War one. Um, it, it is it strikes me as I I don't recall a time when Nancy Pelosi or the Democrats have been this for war.
1: Um, mm. The propaganda here is is quite... Remarkable. To the point where there there's many people on the left suggesting that those who oppose it should be arrested. Arrested. Which is fascinating coming through the Bush era. I know from the I same know. people like Keith Olbermann. I know who were saying how important dissent was back in the day. um So, uh, and we're not he, even involved in this war, by the way. We should point out it's not even our war. Yeah, we're just helping. Well, are we yeah. not going to be involved in this war? At least not yet. But,
0: I no. I have a feeling you are you are seeing um if you want to look at reality i think world war three has already begun we are just waiting for the final papers to be done this is the best of the glenbeck program Last week on the show, we had a member of the Mississippi Freedom Caucus. Do you remember Steve Hopkins? Well, he told us, uh, as he described, the most heinous piece of legislation he has ever seen that was about to be passed. It was a tri-state compact bill between Mississippi, Arkansas and Tennessee to create a quasi-governmental agency packed with unelected officials who would be given enormous power, including the authority, to issue bonds, to intervene in any commerce affecting the district, even the power of eminent domain. It was an unabashed public-private partnership designed to shift power from the representatives of the people to unelected bureaucrats. It was all done under an organization named Region Smart. Who, what a shocker, has ties to BlackRock. Well, this heinous bill, I am happy to say you stopped. We received an email from our contacts in the Freedom Caucus of Mississippi letting us know after being flooded with calls, the bill is dead. The email said the chairman saw the show with uh, Beck and Representative Hopkins and knew he couldn't possibly present it to the floor without getting absolutely hammered. The grassroots also saw the show and flooded the House members with calls and emails. I saw many reps posting on Facebook and Twitter that the bill was dead so their constituents would quit hounding them. (laughs) I also heard the bill in Tennessee is now struggling as more people are becoming aware of it. So, Tennessee, it is your turn. As I've always said, I believe this audience is going to be a turning point. You are going to be the ones that save America. An update in uh, Idaho. There is one more chance for it to come today. But I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, The treasurer says uh, she wants the power to enforce it. The bill says it should not be in the government's hand to enforce it. It should go through the courts. And the average person should be able to bring litigation up uh, if you go to a bank and they turn you down because of an ESG score. Um, The the real story in Idaho. And it is very, very sad the real story in Idaho is the big banks got to your representatives. Uh, it is very clear, I can show you, I mean, I was getting daily updates. Uh, I can show you who is meeting with the representatives uh, uh, and and perhaps I, th- I think I'm going to, well, no, I know I'm going to share that with you uh, as you get closer to your election because you have to know who stood with it, who stood against it, and who just takes all of their cues from the big banks the big banks are a real real problem
1: when it comes to esg and the great reset Uh, let me can i ask you a related question here yeah the esg score that you might get you talk about this often in that in a change of currency Mm -hmm. there would be programmable money none of these things are like familiar to any american a programmable money does not necessarily seem familiar typically, but is it, it, could it be used in a way similar to the way that um, food stamps, EBT cards, snap cards, where if you are taking money from the government for food stamps, you know, what used to be yeah, called yeah, food yeah. stamps, you can't buy certain things. Yes. So the money, your money's no good here, essentially, except yes. they don't give it to you for free. Right. Uh, you can't buy a certain, maybe a luxury item, or I feel like at times they limit like alcohol purchases sure. and things like that. So you can't sure. use the money from the government to buy things like that. Is so that how that would I work? I think kind of. Here's the difference.
0: Um, an EBT card or SNAP or whatever you call it in your state, a food stamp card everyone gets the same food stamp card so everyone who has that card first Mm -hmm. of all has asked for it Mm -hmm. they have asked for help okay and so that has allowed us as a people to say okay well you know uh i guess is the exception of up in the northeast i think they just changed this you know you're not going to have a lobster dinner on me okay you're not going to have champagne Now, I guess in Philadelphia, it has changed where you can have champagne and a lobster dinner on the people. Um, What a surprise that the Democrats changed that. Anyway, um, you can't buy what you want. You can buy what the state says is good for you and reasonable. Okay, but that happens across the board evenly. This is digital money, so it's not going to change your life. People will say, we have digital money already. Yeah, we do. We Mm -hmm. use our debit card and everything else. It's similar to that, except every dollar in your account, your account will be with the Fed, the Federal Reserve. Every bit of that will now, they'll never have to ask the bank for any information on you, okay? All the transactions that you make, everything Taxes should be immediately deducted. Okay. There's no, there's, there's no, it it should kill the tax industry. Um, But they'll have complete control and they'll know what you're buying. Okay. Here's where the ESG score comes in. Unlike welfare, which everybody's rule is the same you can't have, you know, champagne and lobster. This is different. Depending on your ecological score, your social justice score, for instance, I can guarantee you if you are a parent that is speaking out against the uh, let's say you're speaking out in favor of Ron DeSantis uh, and his uh, his parental rights legislation, which is being called the what don't say gay bill. If you're speaking out in in favor of that. You will get a low S score, which will then, depending on where the limits are, will then tell you, well, you can no longer buy things at this store. You can no longer, you know, Disney is not allowing anybody who has that low of a score to come in because you're a reputational risk. We can't have you here. We don't want you here. You can't buy our products. You know, the 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 little polo pony is on our shirt. We don't want you wearing it. Okay? And it will it will start dismissing you. This it's exactly what is in China, okay? Anybody who says it can't happen here, you're lying to yourself, okay? Wake up. The world is different. This has to happen. According to the think tanks in all of our financial industry, it has to happen because of modern monetary theory, because we're just printing money. The second half of that is they must have complete control of money, of labor and individual spending habits. So you may not be able to go across the country for a for a a family trip. But if you're going across the country because you want to protest with BLM in Washington, D.C., of course, your card will work. You can get gas, you can get airplane tickets. But January 6th, no, you, you and you, you can't go because we've seen what you're doing on social media. This is and, and, and here's the real difference between not only the programmable which means every dollar every cent has your name and identity on it and it reacts to your name you go into a store sorry your card doesn't work here um it not only is programmable but you didn't ask for it that's the big difference with welfare and with welfare there's a way out if you don't like those rules if you're in a situation where you just can't get out of it, you have to live with them. But if you change somehow or another your way of life, either you get a job or you get married and you start making money and you pull yourself out well, bank, bank heist yeah a bank heist mm-hmm. not necessary uh, you then uh, unless you were doing it for BLM right then you're actually yeah you get yeah. extra bonus points. Then you can get out and you can buy anything you want again. With ESG, you didn't ask for it. Trust me. Soon, soon, you will start hearing talk about how this has gone unstable. We need new stability, the value of the dollar, what's happening with Ukraine, what's happening with China. We've got to change. It will be good for you. There will be bank holidays. We're going to change to this new Fed digital dollar. It's not going to change your life at all. It's just like you're using a debit card now. It's going to be run the same way, except it won't be. And you will, because of an emergency, have to take this Fed coin. They will then tell you, we're going to trade your U.S. dollars. You got them in a bank. Just transfer those over to the Fed bank. We'll destroy the U.S. dollar. We'll give you 60 cents on every dollar that you have towards this new Fed coin. They, in this emergency, I guarantee you, will reset the world's loans, the bank's loans. They'll, they'll mark all that stuff down so they get relief. But you will not get relief. Your loans will not be uh, uh, lowered. So, your question is... I'm going to have this. It will be the only currency that will be taken. The only other option will be barter. But I can guarantee you that will be illegal. Do I take that? Most people will say, yeah, because it's no big deal until they have it. And then they realize every time they disagree with the government, their score goes down. China. So are you going to go along with it and just be a part of that. And God forbid somebody sounds like this takes over that system. You're there. All you have to do is inject that chip into you. And if you've gone that far, this will be easier. It's for your own good. How far are you willing to go? And if you don't take it, what does that mean for your family? What does it mean to have no ESG score? You know who's not going to be bothered by this? The Amish. You know who won't be bothered by this? The people who have already spit themselves out of the system and are already living in a community where, you know, Joe fixes cars and I just bring him some, you know, I bring him some vegetables that I grow in my garden and we just swap. That is the way I think that's going to be frowned upon and possibly illegal as well. But what do you do? Do you get to a point to where you're like, hey, uh, I fix cars, and I don't take the Fed coin, but if somebody wants their car fixed, if they leave it on this corner on Mondays, I'll come by and pick it up, (laughs) just leave some meat in the back seat for me. I mean, is that what we get to? I don't know. I don't know. But every one of us are going to have to ask this question, and as crazy as it now sounds, It will not sound crazy when we come to it. I take that back. It will sound crazy for everyone who hasn't heard the warning in advance. If you didn't hear the warning in advance, there will be a perfectly good reason. And most likely it will have to do with this war and with what's happening with China and Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia and the price of oil. And it will disrupt our dollar, and we will have to do something immediately. And most people will be so freaked out, it will happen so fast, they'll just go along with it. That's when it won't sound crazy to you. Dismiss this warning at your own risk. Because you won't have time to think about it when it comes. If it never comes... Praise be to God that I am wrong, but I am telling you it is coming faster than you hope and hopefully with more time than I think. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I am surrounded by a new family of people who have their life back because of Relief Factor. Uh, I'm one of them. I was uh, uh, in pain and got to the point to where I just I couldn't do it anymore. I, <laughs> Did anybody else feel like, you know, I just, I can't get up another day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have our life back because of Relief Factor. It's not a television commercial. It's, uh, it's a group of real people with real results that had real pain. Try it yourself, Relief Factor. This guy, when he started, completely bald. Look <laughs> at him now. <laughs> Doesn't do anything for your hair, <laughs> but, it, but it will help you get out of pain. Give it a shot. Try the three-week quick start. Doesn't work, move on. But we're here to tell you it works. ReliefFactor.com. Christopher Bedford, the founding partner of Wright Forge, which, if we have time, I want to talk to you about give, send, go. Sure made a huge mistake by not being a partner with um, you. Uh, you're also the senior editor of The Federalist. Um, and I wanted to bring him in because he has a uh, uh, he has an article out two years after lockdowns. The West troubles aren't ending. They are just beginning. So, by the way, welcome. A great uh,
4: article Thank laid you. out. Thank you for thanks for having me. Uh, looking at this COVID, the end of COVID policies are kind of happening right now. People are feeling springtime is here. It's mm-hmm. a return to normalcy. The, the masks are finally going off. The children. This morning, the masks went off. Kids in DC uh, sc- public schools for the first time, and people have this inter- this reaction to saying we, we can we can move on. But I don't think that COVID, this is the end of an era. I think this is just the beginning of an era that we're entering to in the West. We've just made a map. Over the last two years, we have changed our relationships with every single major aspect of our society. Mm-hmm. Our churches, we have a different relationship with because a lot of them were closed for periods of time. They, they a knelt lot before of people, the secular. F- yeah. A lot of people fell away and never returned. About 20%, I think, less, mm-hmm. less seats in the pews right now because people who use... People who told you the sacraments are essential to, to eternal life or to said don't worry you might get sick mm-hmm. that's a break in faith uh, our, our relationships with the teachers are completely different than they were the parents are now under the under the boot of teachers they're in charge parents weren't even allowed into their schools to check on their kids or mm-hmm. make an appointment for years our relationship with the politicians are completely different they now and the bureaucrats they make the rules we just answer them we're all in this together you're selfish to say otherwise Our relationship even with the police, if you're in a place like New York City or California, where police officers who are already under assault all Mm -hmm. over the country now have to come in and arrest people with their children for dining out. Our relationships even with healthcare workers, someone who always thought, well, these folks are on our side. Now they're saying a husband who's dying of COVID can't be with his wife who's dying of COVID. They have to die alone. You can't see your parents when they're dying. You can't visit someone who's got terminal cancer or hold your baby after you have one because somebody might get COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. We've, the entire West's interactions with our with our society have completely, fundamentally altered. And now everyone just wants to move on. But this is when, I think when historians look at this, just the way they used to look at Black Tuesday was the kickoff, the stock market crash mm-hmm. and the Dust Bowl and eventually World yep. War II. They're going to look back and say COVID was a kickoff, the lockdowns, not the disease, the human reaction, to kick off to the stagflation we're risking, these, these wildly fluctuating fuel prices or land war in Europe. This is going to be the beginning of what defines a pretty dark era for the American people. We need to wrap our heads around it. What if we're does that to mean to you? It. it means that this is going to be a very, very trying time. And in what the, way for the American people, because we're going to be pushed into all kinds of different policy decisions. Like you talk about all the time, the great reset mm-hmm. at a time when what's made the American ex- regime possible for all these years is a thriving middle class uh Christian beliefs and strong church attendance, uh, uh, civil and specific institutions that keep mm-hmm. us going, and every one of those things has been weakened. And entrepreneurship, and the, entrepreneurship, the small business, the people who were absolutely wiped out. One of my uh, co-founders at Wright Forge was had a thriving catering company and event space down in Washington D.C. doing over a 1, thousand events. He ended up staying with me for a period of time during COVID because he lost everything. And fortunately, he's been able to hire most of those employees back for Right Forage. But the entrepreneur class was smashed. Now, if we're going to enter this era where people, the elites are trying to say, we're doing a big reset, we're changing this world, we're going to make it in our image, and we lack the civic institutions, the middle class, the economy to really push back then we're in trouble. And I got news to you, electing a bunch of Republicans, which is going to happen in a year, and D.C. is not going to fix it. Not going to fix it. It needs to be local. Actually, talking to Ricky yesterday uh, kind of blew my mind. Sorry, executive
0: producer of TV, go ahead.
4: Sorry. Yeah, Uh, that's all right. Talking to Ricky yesterday blew my mind because she said, you know, two years ago, no one knew the name of the county judge in Dallas. Mm -hmm. No one was paying attention to the local politicians. People, San Francisco couldn't name their school board. Loudoun County couldn't name their school board. So may, if there's going to be a revival, which we really do need in a spiritual and a political sense, the local politics of it are what's going to drive it. People seizing that.
0: I was talking to a pastor just this weekend, and he said, I've just disconnected. I don't know what's going on in the world. I'm just kind of focusing on my thing. And I'm like, Pastor, you better wake up because things are happening, and they're on your doorstep, and your people need, are going to need to know, how do I weather this? How do I weather this? If you are not as a pastor speaking out right now, it's why your pews are becoming more and more empty. Quite honestly, you didn't have enough to offer to be able to have people understand
4: through a biblical sense what they're seeing with their own eyes. When you see the American great revivals that we've had and we're famous for, those weren't pastors who simply opened up the church doors and said, I hope someone comes in. They were people who rode on horseback and in carriage thousands and thousands of miles up and down the eastern seaboard, yep. talking and preaching two, three times a day to thousands and thousands of people, having a reach that a lot of modern folks would, would be amazed at their reach. And they did it just by who could hear their voice. So we need we need exactly what you're talking about. The priests and pastors can't just open the doors and say, I hope you come in. We need to go out. We're engaged in spiritual warfare right now on the Big technological time. level, political level. And our, our people need to understand that they don't, our, our, our religious leaders don't serve governors and mayors. They are princes of the church. They should address each other as equals, not as servants, and go out there and realize that they're the people who save this country.
0: You know, it's um, I've mentioned this a couple of times today because I think it's it's worth say, saying. Um Was it the grand leadership of any politician in the world, let alone ours, uh, that that got Nike and Adidas and, you know, Pornhub and all of these gigantic corporations to pull out of Russia? No, it wasn't our politicians. It wasn't a government. It, It was the Great Reset. It is these corporations who have now put us in a situation to where. We're on the edge with Russia and the American people or its representatives haven't really even spoken yet. And it it's a little concerning that we are just going along for the ride
4: and we're not recognizing that we're in the backseat. <laughs> I, I, I wonder what we could do to make Pornhub pull out of the United States. I would like that yeah. policy. Yeah. <laughs> but the, exactly. I think this is part of the some of what we've gone through in the last two years with covid. Where this whole disinformation, this censorship, this shutting you down, this deplatforming, you became almost normal. Don't worry; it's for the good of us all. It's for health. The doctors are in charge. That switched pretty seamlessly to seeing people, Republican senators or or, or daytime talk show hosts uh, on the View, calling for the investigation and imprisonment of those who say, "Hold Correct. on a second. Why is why am I fighting Putin right now? I understand what's going on is awful over there, but why is this an American war?" And you see all these folks kind of coming out and just saying, we, should, we need to do a no-fly zone. We need to, and, and, and that sounds nice. It sounds it nice. It does.
0: sounds like World War Three.
4: It sounds like World War Three. It's not a humanitarian action. That's called putting jets in the air with Russian jets at the yes. same time in a way that they're going to fight. And that's how they get their foot in the door to uh, for, for the war that a lot of folks want.
0: You know, it's really disturbing to see, like you said, Tulsi Gabbard is called a tool for, just for questioning. Just for questioning, she's now a tool for the Russian state and should be investigated. Tucker Carlson should be investigated and uh, possibly face prison time. Uh, Russell Russell Brand, they're now coming after him as well. If we don't stop this uh, destroying any idea of freedom of speech and you know toleration
4: of another opinion we don't make it very long and that's that's part of what COVID did that's what the lockdowns did it's disinformation that's such a freaky word it's just like that phrase you're on the wrong side of history it dehumanizes your opponents it makes you on the right side so but we have said this we have many of the things that people who were said you know that's disinformation
0: turned out to be right COVID is over and (laughs) the masks. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Fauci. I I mean, I think he's in the FBI witness protection program at this point. I haven't seen him at all. And it's hard to keep him away from a camera. It's really hard. Um, So we have this. People know it. But nobody's standing up. Why? Why? Why is there this disconnect from what people know and. Standing
4: up—it seems to only have happened at the schools, really. The schools, I think, and I hope that that's the beginning of something that's broader, because it's getting these folks who are involved. I was really hopeful that the Tea Party was going to lead to more local involvement, but Me it too. seemed like after some of the the big, great rallies we had, the prayer rallies that you had, that a lot of it kind of faded away. People went back because they was comfortable, but yeah. the left has made things so uncomfortable for the last two years. I'm hoping that folks do get involved, and I'm really hopeful of the Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade uh, or on abortion, because that is going to put it back, politics, to a local level. It will. That's going to make people, it suddenly really matters who your state representative is, because mm-hmm. that decides whether or not there's baby sacrifice in your yeah. state or not. The left and right will be reinvigorated, re- reinvigorated, and this whole kind of just national news cycle that we live on, people will start to realize it's actually my town meetings that matter. It's my state meetings that matter that's what drives this country that's that's what built this country but at the same time we have big tech they're not going to take their, their their foot off of our throats the Amazon web services shutting down internet servers for Donald Trump uh, right after the riots they're, they're going to keep on trying to censor and putting this down so that's what we're doing with right What you guys do with the blaze this is just trying to build that alternative because we can't rely on the corporate so media so
0: tell people about right Forge if if they don't know because I think this would have been the answer for give send go Mm-hmm. And I think they were with you for a while and then, and the dropped out and, and yes, yeah, so they what we worked to
4: together them? for a few days and they were, they were great folks, but they ended up going in a different direction from ours. And then they were hacked shortly after yeah. because those hackers are out there are trying to destroy you, whether your Texas right to life, hackers attacking them, the anonymous group uh, of hackers. Uh, what we do is we build internet servers. The, the libertarians have always said in DC, if you don't like it, go build your own. But they didn't, a lot of them didn't actually mean that because they're actually <laughs> working with big tech. Right. So we went out. Parler went out, and they built their own alternative to Twitter. And then the powers that be just decided that they were going to destroy them for completely spurious reasons. The New York Times and CNN would just cheer it on like it was a victory for free sure. speech over disinformation, and the American dream was just shot in public. The idea that you, if you don't like something, do do it better. The so we started an internet server company because suddenly the infrastructure that the websites are built on is become a politicized war zone. Now we're just trying to make one that is a Bill of Rights. Internet infrastructure. It's just American American infrastructure. I don't care what your politics are. I want you to be free to express them, I what your business is. what People should be able to f- be free to express themselves as we are in this country. The laws that govern what we say and do should be made by the people's representatives, not by the terms of your user agreement in Silicon Valley. You
0: know, what you have done would have been championed by the libertarian and by the the left, even, I bet, more so than the right 25 years ago. It's been such a shift. It's such a crazy shift, you know, and it's put everybody... You know, if you're if you're at all awake puts you in a situation where thinking people are finding themselves in the room and allies with people that the rest of the world said you you
4: should hate. Yeah. You I mean, know, it's weird. Glenn Greenwald and Elon Musk, yeah. Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump and Glenn Beck walk yeah. into a room together. Yeah. It's like you, I wouldn't have believed that five years ago, but <laughs> now it's all happening.
0: Either. It is crazy. It is really crazy. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. This is uh, Christopher Bedford. He is the founding partner of Forge. You should check Forge out. Also, senior editor of The Federalist. You guys are doing extremely important work right now. Thank you very much. Thank you. I read it every day. Uh the federalist.com uh, you can find or write forge.com.